Rabbi Sayyid, good morning. A good Arab Shabbos. Arab Shabbos Kodesh. Parashas Matos. Tovshin Pei Beis. Parashas Matos. For those of us living here in Eretz Yisrael. And for all our Chaverim, the Yedidim, and Mishpacha that live in Chutzlaretz. Parashas Pinchas. And as we also know, this Shabbos, we're holding Arab Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Mavorchim. <coughs> we're going to bench the new month. The new month. Abba Leinu Latoiva. Menachem Av, we hope that this month of Av will be a Nechamer for Kalal Yisrael. We're holding in the middle of the three weeks. The Bein HaMetzorim, where the, we know the tragedies that took place, already starting from Shiva, Subhatamuz. And we hope and we pray that this year, Hashem, that the that the, the day of Menachem Av should not be a festive, but it should be a Yontif. We have to not use the Kinas this year. And we shouldn't even have to even think about the Kinas but we also have to have a, a realistic viewpoint and we have to know that if we're not Zoycha, that this is the Tzav HaShor, that we're, when the Rosh Chodesh, the Chodesh Vav comes in, we have a deeper connection in the Avelis of the Chorban and we have to recognize that the Chorban is speaking to us to, 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 till today. And I was thinking before I mentioned the remarks and the Chizuk from the Parsha, we always try to get Chizuk from the Parsha, that... Uh, I just had this machshava that we know that what's going on in the world. Uh, I heard from someone asked me yesterday how the weather is in Eretz Yisrael. It happens to be this week has been very, very pleasant weather here in Yerushalayim. When I say pleasant, it's uh, the mid-80s in the daytime. At nighttime, it's very, very cool. Last night, I was to go to a barbecue by my good friend, Ramati Grunberg, who invited us over. And he had many, many family members. And it was a very nice, beautiful, beautiful weather we had it in his garden. And we have to be very thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we know around the world, especially in Europe, the, 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 the heat is rising and they say the temperatures are really beyond description. And in England, which normally is very, very cool, but the, and people don't have air conditioning, it's, the heat has been tremendously oppressive and there were a lot of fires in London. And not only in London, in Portugal and Spain, and we know throughout the world, California's many, many fires that have taken place in the past. And I'm always thinking around this time that perhaps the message HaKadosh Baruch is really sending to us that there's Shreifa in the world, just like there was the Shreifa of the Beis HaMikdosh, it's to remind us that we have to reflect upon this and we recognize why is there, why are there fires? Why is it so hot? Why is it beyond the normal the answer is, is that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed by fire. And we always know, we hope and we pray, just like it was destroyed by fire, it should be rebuilt by fire. And the rebuilding by the fire is the fire that we bring into our connection to the Rabbani Shalom. If we have a, 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 Hesa, a Hesa connection, if we have a Varma connection to the Rabbani Shalom, that will be the Tikkun Mitzvah we should be able to, to reach that Madrega. The month is called the month of Av. And I said over yesterday in the Shmuz in the Yeshiva that the month of Av reflects the fact that we ourselves have to become more of a Tata, that we ourselves have to become more of a father. We'll explain a little bit more in detail what that means, a father in our Midas, a father over our Torah, just like we asked that we should be able, and also be able to get closer to the Tata, to the Rebbeinu Shalom, who's the Avinu Shabbat we should be more of a father on our houses, more a father on our mouths, 
be able to know what to say, what not to say, more a father on our tefillahs, on our barakoshes. That's the chizuk that we hope that the Menachem of should teach us. There was a great yid that passed away this week, I just want to mention, it should be Le'ilu Nishmasa, Reb Gershon, who's Rothschild, or was known as Kurt Rothschild. Kurt Rothschild was a, what do I really say? He was a very small person, as I described him, one of the smallest giants I ever met. <coughs> he was a Balabas who lived for many, many years in Canada, in Toronto. And he moved here in his later years, and when he was 90, he lived till he was 101 years old. And he was a person that <coughs> was the head of the the Mizrahi organization in Canada, and then here in Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> but he did so many things for Meistus HaTorah and Meistus HaChesed, and he had no <coughs> distinction between what type of background you had. If you were Jewish and you were involved in good things, <coughs> be it the, from seminaries in Ofakim, the Beis Yaakov Hayashan, the yeshivas of Yeshiva HaKotel, or the yeshivas Mara Talmud in of Kuk, or in Toronto, and especially his biggest baby was his support for Shari Tzedek Hospital and for Yad Sora organization. A great, great person. It wasn't only his own financial giving, it was that he got other people to give. And he gave up his own fortune of money just to be involved with Chesed. He really was a giant. They called him Mr. Klau. He was involved with so many things. His son-in-law is a very close friend of mine, Reb Nassan Weiss, and his wife, the daughter of Reb Kurt, Reb Tzanomi Weiss, and they dedicated the last 10, 11 years to taking care of their father and their mother, should be Gesund and Stark. Uh, Reb Nassim was a, was a Rebbe for many, many years in Beis Yisrael, and many near Yaakov Talmidim had him as the Rebbe, and Reb Weiss helped them out very, very much. A great man, a small man, who really was like a tata. He was a father, he was a giant. And this is a lesson in this week, what one person can do, what one person can accomplish and help so many people. And he used to say that the reason is because he was saved from the Holocaust. He left Germany in 1937. He went to England. Miraculously, what happened was because he was in England, he was a German citizen, the, the English government sent him to Canada and they interned him in a camp for two years because in those days they thought every German was a spy. And eventually he was able to get out and he built a family and a life and a business and chesed in Canada. But he always said that he remembered that he was from those that were saved from the Holocaust. But the million and a half children that were killed, they were always in front of his eyes. And he always felt that the six million that were killed, that were taken, we have to help the next generation. Now, Abayi said, this is a message for all of us that we ourselves should also try our utmost to be able to help the next generation in whatever efforts we can do. Rav Sternbuch in his new Sefer, Biurim Van Hogger, says a few great verlach. I want to share them with you. And one of them is a connection between Parshas Pinchas and Parshas Matas, as we always like to try to do, to connect the two Parshas. So the end of Parshas Pinchas, it speaks about the karbonis that are brought on each and every yontif. Uh, and it continues to discuss the different karbanas. And at the end it says, These are what you should do on the different mayadim, the different yontayim. Besides the carbon nadarim and the carbon nadavis that a person brings 
And this week's parsha, it goes off on a whole different tangent. Hakadosh Baruch Hu commands Moshe Rabbeinu to tell the Rashi Hamatas, and he speaks about the parsha of Nedarim. If a person makes a neder or a shvua, he has to keep his word. He's not allowed to to make chulin. He can't deny what he said. Whatever comes out of his mouth, he has to do. And then there's the different halachas which apply to a, a, a wife and a husband uh, in which marital state they're holding when she goes back to her father's wishes, when she doesn't go back to her father's wishes, when she becomes independent and where she herself has to himself enact the laws of Nadarim. What's the connection between the two parishes? So pshat, and with a little chiddush of a halacha, Rav Sternbach says, very, very simple, because on Yom Taivim, what do we know? People always are menader nedarim, especially for Yisker. They give nedarim and nedavis for the neshamas of their, of their lo- beloved ones. And they do it on Shabbos, and they do it on Yantif. And it, sometimes people do not remember to give over the, the, the pledges that they give. So therefore the Torah reminds us very, very simply, Right after the parish of Nadarim comes the parish the parish of Kabbalas of, of the Regalim comes the parish of Nadarim. And a person has to be careful to make sure to um, fulfill what he said he was going to do. Rav Sturmach in the Beis Knesset Agra, he gives a very big Kiddush. The Mishabeirachs for the Yiskar, they have a Shino in the Nusr. Instead of saying Mishabeirach, for this plainy and plainy shenadar shenadav that he's made a nether and a dava, they say kasha yitain. They say when he'll give instead of saying kasha nadav in the past, like the way or like the present, but he said that he's going to be neither. And they say no, the mishabeach will be chal kasha yitain when he will end up giving it, which means that you're not over on the nether of the you made a mishabeach until you actually give it. So therefore, it's not really considered a nether that you're being mevatel. But the only nafkimina is that the bracha is only chal mafreya. So until you give the money, the bracha isn't really chal. So you wanted to give something nishmas, that family member, it's only going to come into play when, um, when you actually give it. But that's a chiddush din that Rav Sturmbuch learns out from, this, from the connection between the parshas. There's a, the, the, we know that the Torah tells us in this week's parsha, that Moshe told the Rashi Hamata is living Yisrael. He told the heads of the tribes. Why Dafka the heads of the tribes? So Rashi already points out that really he gave cover to the Sin to teach us that afterwards you teach it to Klal Yisrael. And then Rashi says, really, this halacha applies not only in the Dharm, it applies in all halachas that Moshe Rabbeinu taught. First, he taught the Nasim, and then they taught it to Klal Yisrael. So the question that remains is, so why Dafke mentioned this particular nuance of, of Rashi Hamatis Dafke in the laws of Nadarim? The Torah could have mentioned this in any any of the Tariyag Mitzvahs or any of the, of the Tariyag Mitzvahs that Hakadosh Baruch Hu commanded Moshe Rabbeinu. So Rav Sternberg Shlita says Gavaldik, this is teaching us the lesson that the power of speech, how important a person who's a manik, a person that is a a a, a a ruler or a person that has influence on the tzibur, how much he has to be careful about the words that he says. Because a manig is a mashpia. And every word, if it's a positive dibur, 
then it's going to create create positive machshavas. If it's chas v'sholom a negative dibur, it's going to create negatives. And Dafka over here, the Torah wants to teach us that Moshe Rabbeinu taught the Rashi Amatis that when it comes to the Indian of Nadarim, that one has to be so careful to, to make sure that his words are words that are going to be kept, words that are going to be positive. And I was thinking along the lines that this is really not only a message for the Manik, but each and every person is considered a Manik, a Manik on himself, a Manik on his house, a Manik on his family, a Manik on his friend, a Manik on his Talmidim. Each one of us has the ability to be able to create a positive effect. And this is really the Torah is teaching us such a lesson, the a lesson, especially as we come close to the, to the, to the reasons why the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. We have to recognize when we say a positive, a positive word to somebody, we're going to create a positive sentiment and people are going to have Machshavah's Torah. And if the opposite you know, Elaine, it's, not, it's going to be the opposite. I saw Maisa brought down, Rav Zilberstein says that there was a Avreich, a Talmud Chacham, but he was having a problem with his daughter and the way she was not following the way he wanted her to follow. She was off his derech, as we like to say. And he, she was going to Beis Yaakov, maybe she wasn't dressing properly in Sneas, and he always was he always was not nudging her, he was almost attacking her, and he was disappointed with the way she was acting. What did, she, what did he end up doing? One day, he got into an argument with her and he made a nether. Now, he was a Talmud Chacham, so he said, I'm making a nether berabim, al das harabim, that I will not give any of the schar limud, any of the tuition for your Beis Yaakov education. Now this, the truth is, this is really beyond, besides the hurt and pain that it probably caused the girl, but the wife, she was astounded because she says, I, my daughter's got to go to Beis Yaakov. I can't, you know, I can't afford to pay it. And my husband says he's not giving it. So what am I supposed to do? So she went to Rebbe Zolberstein and she said, I'm willing to go work extra hours in order to be able to pay the tuition. Maybe I won't take it my, my husband's money. But is, isn't there a halacha of kol ma'ashikon se'ishikon abayla? Everything that belongs to me, again, in the in Western civilization, we don't necessarily look in such a fashion. But we know that the husband, as far as the Torah is concerned, he's considered the bailim over the monetary... Uh, assets of the family. So maybe this fall, all falls into his category of, of, um, of his nether. And this nether was berabim, al-das rabim, which cannot be, you can't be mavatlet by going to a chacham. Anyway, Rav, Shtur, Rav Zilberstein called this person and he really, he laid into him. He said, how could you have done such a terrible, terrible thing? You have a responsibility to take care of your daughter's education. And she, he started saying all kinds of, you know, sometimes if from attitude creates a alumnus, she says, well, she's not Bukhiv in Talmud Torah, and really the education is not really having an effect upon her, so she can stay at home. And Rav Zulberstein was just so emphatically against this attitude. I don't know what the final result is. He doesn't say what the final result is. Rabbi said, this is in a negative way of looking at things when a person uses his mouth and can somehow harm people. But listen to positive ways about how a person thinks. The Vdoiv Yofe, the Mashkiach of Kfar Hasidim, great Talmud of Rebbe Yalapian and the Chazanish, after Rosh Hashanah one night, when he's walking home, the person said to him, Shana Taiva, to the Rav. So he said back to the person, Shana Taiva. 
And then he walked a few more steps. He was walking with Talmudim. And he said, I, why did I do that? Why did I only say Shana Teva? I could have added on the full-fledged bracha of Shana Teva, Tikasev, V'sechasev, Ma'ata L'chaim Tevim But you know, he had been over, I guess, a long period. People had been asking him for brachas. And, but he caught himself. He said, how can I not have said the words to give a full bracha? And it, it was an amazing, amazing insight. And uh, he used to say that when he would, he, he once, he was so careful in his speech, he once went to Maron to Davin, and one of the people he was davening for was a member of the Talmud of his, who lived up in Svas, and he asked his Nahag, his driver, to take him to the, to the, to the house, and they got to the Chavah's house, he was giving him the Rechizek, and he, and he, and he told him to be strong and everything else, and he gave him a brachish, never for shleima. And when they left, the driver said, "Rebbe, why didn't you tell him that you went to the kever of Marona and you davened for him?" He says, "I didn't want to tell him that because if I told him that, then he would maybe feel that he's going to get better because of my tefillas. I want. To, I know we all know the situation is not simple. Seems he had the anamachla. I don't want him to to be unrealistic about it." On one hand, I want him to have chizuk. On the other hand, I don't want him to be unrealistic about it because he also has to daven. He also has to do his tshuva process. So I didn't want to tell him that I also daven. I hope and I pray that he's going to get better. He was so careful and so cautious in saying the right words at the right time. Rabbi said to say a good morning, to say shalom aleichem, to give a good feeling to a person. These are the loyachel devarei of the nesiyim that we have to take into place. Rabbi say another aspect of the Torah in this week's parasha that says that Moshe Rabbi is all in the f- first pasuk of here. Gavaldik, the David Moshe Rabbi Amatis the Neis Aleim is Zehadavar Shetziv Hashem Leima. This is the Davar. So the question is, um, Rashi already points out all the other Neviim. It says the words Kai. Even my Moshe Rabbi also says Kai. But by Moshe Rabbi there were Moshev Zehadavar. What's the difference between Zehadavar and by everybody else it says Kai? The Mepharshim explained, Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah was a fantastic nevuah. It was called Aspaklarya Meira. It was crystal clear. It was out any shades, out any curtains hiding back. All the other nevuah, it was all Aspaklarya She'ena Meira. It was a chida. It was a mashal. It was a vision. But by Moshe Rabbeinu, it was Pe'el Pe'adabribam. The Rabbanu literally was speaking through him and he spoke with him directly. And therefore, all the other Nevi'im, it's kai. Kai means it's like. It's like this. I understand there's a connection to the Kodesh Baruch But I have to, it's like a, a, a it's like a, a, you know, it's like a downsize. While by Moshe Rabbeinu, it was Zehadover. Everything was crystal clear. The Naim Elimelech says that there are two types of tzaddikim. There's one type of tzaddik that when he says things, it's so crystal clear that the, this is the Das Torah of the Rabbanisham, the Herigishes, the Rabbanu is actually speaking. And then there are other types of tzaddikim. Tzaddikim, that they're also great people, but it's not as crystal clear. You have to have a muna, what's called a munas chachamim. A munas chachamim is an is Indian of Aspaklar Yesha'enu And I want to say over that this week, this coming week, is the yard site of a great yid, Rav Yashiv Zeichot Tzadik Levroch, Yosef Shalom, it's his 10th yard site. And he was a person that was literally... It was pe'al pe'al You knew it when you went into him. You were getting the crystal clear version of what the Rebbe wanted. It wasn't just a munas chachamim. 
it was Zehadovar. Rabbi Saul Salata said an unbelievable word. He said that the Misnagda make a mistake, the Litvaks make a mistake, and the Hasidim make a mistake. The Misnagda make a mistake that they think they don't need a Rebbe. <laughs> they don't need a Rebbe. And the Hasidim make a mistake that they think that they have a Rebbe. And the, the, the Rav Sherbach says it didn't mean that, that uh, Yisrael was trying to knock the Hasidim. What he was saying is like this, unfortunately, people are lacking in their Amunas Chachamim. Some people, they don't have enough Amunas Chachamim to always, oh, you know, I know better. The Misnagdim, they don't, they don't necessarily look for a Rebbe, even though they also need a Rebbe. The Hasidim, they sometimes feel, well, as long as I'm part of a particular sect, I belong to Vishnitz, I belong to Satmer, eh, I'm already considered a Hasid. And they don't realize that's not enough. It's not just enough. A person has to feel that the Rebbe is the Rebbe for them, that they actually go and ask him Shilas, and they follow his Hanhagas. That's when a person is really considered a true Hasid. Rabbi Sai, as we get entered, enter into the Shabbos, the Shabbos Mavarchim of Parshachodesh, Shabbos Matas, Shabbos of Nadarim, Pinchas, for those of you who are still in Chutzlaritz, Mitzvah Shem, everyone should be Zoychot to come. We ask and we pray from HaKadosh Baruch we should be Zoychot Mitzvah Shem, that we should have a Nechama, that it should be a good month for all of us. We should take upon ourselves to be more of a father for our families, for our children, to be Mashpiyam on them, to say good things, to give positive words, positive feedback, we should be close to the Tate, and the Tate is to bring us closer to him. We should be zeichel to the binyan beis amigdash meir yameinu. Amen. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.